Let's jump out to the Sprint special guest line. He makes the magic happen at KSL.com. He is Ryan Miller with us on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Ryan, thank you for a few minutes. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. We're going to talk a lot of jazz, Ryan, but uh, are you enjoying the playoffs right now? What do you think about both conference finals? Are, are we destined to see the Bucks and the Warriors? Uh, most likely, but hey, at least the uh, Raptors gave us some meaningful games this week, so I think we all can be happy about that. Uh, do I intend to watch tonight? I might, but yeah, let's be honest, 3-0, it gets a little boring after that. Hmm. Any particular players who have stood out to you in the playoffs it's, uh, that are striking you as uh, fulfilling their potential? Um, obviously, you got to look at Giannis. He's been awesome. I love Kawhi Leonard. I think what he's been able to do in Toronto is great. Uh, it's one of those things that you kind of hope that they're able to hold on to him and that he can stick around and see what they can build there. Obviously, you got some questions with everyone else, but um, I think he's been great. He's probably been my favorite player to watch. Um, but, yeah, just because of what he can do and what he can do to change a team practically by himself, it seems, sometimes. Ryan, just how important is this offseason to the Jazz franchise in your mind? You know, a lot of people have been like saying, like, most important one, most important one. And I don't know if I really agree with that. Uh, obviously, there's, there, there's going to be some major decisions being made. But to be honest, you've got to look at, like, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell will be here for a while. Like, I know Gobert has only got a couple more years left on his contract. But it doesn't seem like he's a guy that will leave quickly, especially if the Jazz continue on to their current trajectory. And that you don't, with those two, you don't really seem like they're going to take a step back regardless of what happens this offseason. Now, that being said, I think they have a chance to make themselves a contender because if you look around the landscape of the league, uh, the Warriors probably won't be the Warriors. Uh, everyone else is kind of moving up, and it looks like, there's a chance other teams could pop up. You look at Milwaukee even, like no one thought they were going to be a contender this season going in, and bam, look at what they're doing. And so they have a chance to become that, and that's why it's important. But, like, I don't think it's like this doom and gloom if they they kind of strike out, I guess you could say. So it's important, but I don't think it's like a death knell to the franchise if they don't get one of these guys that everyone's talking about. Okay, so aside from those guys everybody's talking about, uh, as far as the top free agents go, who do you think is uh, in the ballpark uh, within reach for the Jazz who could be a difference maker? You know, that's a, that's a big question, right? Um, guys that, like, everyone talks about Kemba Walker and Tobias Harris, and those would be awesome. And I actually do believe they are semi-realistic, at least if you listen to what they're saying, the Jazz obviously think they have a chance of getting a guy. But, like, I, I think you look at, like, what Milwaukee's, like, Malcolm Brogdon. I think someone like that even would make a big difference for the Jazz. Uh, it's not the star name people probably want, but it's someone that w- would come in, fill a role, and fill it really nicely. So someone like that, I think, would be huge to get. Um, and probably a little more realistic than, you know, your pie-in-the-sky max contract guys. Ryan Miller with us from KSL.com right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. What did you make of the change in dynamic in the front office with a couple of promotions? Dennis Lindsay gets promoted to VP of Basketball Ops and Justin Zanuck promoted uh, promoted to general manager. Do you think this will change much for the Jazz or what was your reaction to it? Um, I I think we're all – take the little media example. I think it's like when – 
someone becomes an assistant sports editor and a sports editor still there, like, cool. It's a title change. But, yeah, I honestly, getting like I've talked to a bunch of people in the front office, it almost sounds like there's going to be some changes of responsibilities here or there. But that probably would have occurred anyway without the title change. I think it's mostly to keep everyone intact. Um, Justin Zanuck obviously was getting interest around the league. And so, hey, if you, you give him a position that he can be happy about and you can keep everyone there, I think the, that's kind of what the Jazz's MO has been under Dennis Lindsay is just keeping this continuity thing even among the players, among the coaching staff, now among the front office. I think it just secures them that, hey, we're going to go forward together. Everyone is now happy. We might have all gotten a pay raise. I'm not sure about that, probably. And, yeah, so we can all just kind of continue as work as it's been going on for the last few years. And I think, I, uh, obviously, I'm sure Justin Zadick will be, have more responsibilities. Uh, he gets to talk to the media now a couple times a week, probably to you guys a little more. Uh, he was on ESPN during the Combine. So that kind of stuff will be a little more visible, but behind the scenes stuff, I'm I would be shocked if there would be that much change going on. Okay, so uh, besides the free agent market, uh, and speaking of continuity, which of the Jazz players do you think Ryan has the greatest opportunity for improvement based on their own personal frame of reference or what we're used to seeing from them in the recent past? Who can get better? I think you, like, if you look at guys like George Niang and, and the, like, Grayson Allen, those guys, I think, can really make a step. Now, that being said, how much does that really help the Jazz when it comes to playoffs? I think you've got to look at Donovan Mitchell. Like, for a guy that has been so good but just kind of has these inconsistent moments, if he can turn into a true superstar, I know I think that we've all called him like this, superstar in waiting, this budding superstar, if he actually can get to that point, I, I think that, that that alone will change the Jazz, even if they don't get any free agents or don't make any big trades. Uh, and there's reason to believe he can make can do that. Like He didn't have an offseason last year, and I think that was one of the things a lot of us knew, but I don't know if we quite realized how important that was. When, once he started hitting his stride in January, February, it was almost like, oh, this might have been what he was if he actually had an off season. And so with having that, I think if he can just become a little more consistent, a little more confident in himself that he can be this great player, I think that puts the Jazz up another pedestal alone. And really, you add another piece to that, and suddenly you, you are looking at a potential contender in Salt Lake. So that would be kind of cool. Ryan Miller of KSL.com with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, Ryan, I've got a, I've got a fill-in-the-blank sentence for you. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Ricky, uh, Ricky Rubio is back on this roster next year if blank. Oh, I, I don't know if there's a chance. <laughs> like, to, be, to be perfectly honest, uh, it seems like things have soured there. Um, so if he has no options and the Jazz have no options – uh, as much as I, I, I've actually really enjoyed working with Ricky, I think he's been great with, as 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 a player, as a like with the media at least. Um, but yeah, I think I think the Mike Conley trade coming out that they wanted to make that move really did sour him on Salt Lake City and the Jazz front office. Uh, he hinted towards that right after the deadline, and he kind of has been going off on Europe a little bit of, uh, in Europe about it. So. 
I would be stunned if he comes back. That being said, if he wants to take a backup, like a backup role, I think he would be fantastic for this team. So, like, maybe there's still a chance, and maybe he's happy enough here or whatnot. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't think there's much of a choice there when it comes to the Jazz. I don't know if he'll even entertain it at this point. Do you think that Donovan Mitchell could be a point guard, or do the Jazz, have we come to a point now, uh, in the franchise, once uh, once uh, the John Stockton once belonged to, where the Jazz really don't have to have a classic point guard. Yeah, I think that's kind of the case around the league. Like, I'm not sure if it's that big of a deal anymore. Like, there, everyone wants this no this positionless basketball that has four ball handlers, or if not five, at all times. And so, I think that's kind of what where the league is going to in general. Now, I think it's important to have a major guy that really can go and, you know, like, here, control the team, set up the team when we really need a shot or that we need to calm everyone down. And I think Donovan can be that guy. He showed glimpses of that this season, um, but he also showed glimpses that he's not quite ready to be that. Uh, but, yeah, there's a learning curve. He, Going back to your last question, he credited Ricky Rubio for helping him get to a point where he it was comfortable being a point guard, per se. But... Yeah, I, I would say that he can be. He can be that guy, but uh, I also don't think it matters that much. If you get another ball handler, another playmaker in, be that a small forward, quote-unquote, or a shooting guard, quote-unquote, I, I think it's the same as getting a point guard in for Donovan. So, yeah, I think that's what the Jazz will probably look at more than like trying to find, okay, we need a point guard and make sure we have one that is called that. Ryan Miller with us of KSL.com. Ryan, the Jazz uh, scheduled to pick number 23 in the upcoming NBA draft, which is about a month away. Um, given the, the fact that the Jazz may be active in the trade market and don't have a ton of assets necessarily to trade, what are the odds that they actually keep and make that pick? You know, I think they probably will, just because I don't know how valuable it is. Um, so I'm not sure, not sure if any team is like, maybe it can be used for a sweetener somewhere, but what, what like, like, what are they adding on to make that, to use that as a sweetener? So that would probably be like a main package for it. So I assume they probably end up taking the, or making the pick. Uh, Dennis Lindsay said, uh, at the exit interview day or end of season media availability, whatever they wanted to call it, that he was, he liked some of the prospects there. Um, that being said, I think if there is a trade that opens up, I think the Jazz would probably prefer that because of just where the team is now and like kind of there they want to contend they want to win now they want to move up to the western through the western conference a number 23 pick especially in this draft probably isn't going to help you much in that to, to reach that goal there seems to be quite a bit of consensus on this but let me ask you anyway if i were to say to you ryan what is the jazz's biggest need how would you answer you know, I, I think I, it's probably just because that Houston series is so, like, so, I guess, relatively fresh in my mind. But the fact that they didn't have enough shooters just, I think it killed them. They're, they're, I think that and they need another playmaker. Those two things, I think if they can solve those, and I don't think you need a superstar or a max guy to really make that happen, I think they do take another step. Now, perfect world you get both in one like a mike conley comes in hey that great shooter great playmaker bam you're set a kemba walker same type of thing but even if you can just fill out the roster a little more with a little better shooting guys that are a little more confident hitting that corner three uh then i think you open up a lot more world for your team uh especially donovan mitchell because the rockets 
like, yeah, he struggled because he had nowhere to go in the lane because the Rockets made sure the people were shooting open shots that they wanted to shoot open shots. So if they there wasn't a player on the court that they want to take open shots, I think it opens up your offense and probably helps you out in the playoffs a lot more. Ryan, thank you very much for a few minutes. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you over there at Draft Workouts, man. All right, man. Thanks for your time, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan Miller from KSL.com. Some interesting stuff there. I asked him about Ricky Rubio, and I think his answer is probably pretty accurate, uh, that the chances he is back is slim and none. Uh, The only thing I really can see is that the point guard market is so strong that David Locke was talking about this last week, that there's, say, a dozen point guards that are on the move and really eight to nine teams that are really looking for point guards. The Jazz miss on on the ones that they want, and Ricky's the best of what's left, and he's a little bit in a desperate situation himself. It's interesting that he would speak the way he did after the season ended. You usually don't talk that way yeah. if you're if you're coming back. And uh, I think that's the indication he was giving. Yep, I, I think you're you're right about that. So uh, we'll see. Uh, Ryan doesn't necessarily think the Jazz have to make a big move. I I think they probably do. Um, now, whether that big move is there to be made, it might be another question. But and it depends on what your goals are. Right. I mean, you know, you need outside shooting. So do you go get another Kyle Korver who's at the, near the end of his career, or do you go out and do what you can to get somebody who really can make a difference over an extended period of time. I, I, it's not easy. We get that. It's a difficult thing to do, but uh, I, <laughs> the NBA is competitive. And, and if the Jazz want to really make a difference on the court, they cannot rely on homegrown guys who are going to make all kinds of improvement in the offseason. They have to go get better players. All right, we'll have more of The Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.